Welcome to the pre-match of footballing podcast to Liberty Our Ears every week of the year, not just the footballing season. We are here in the summer. The transfer window is up and running. Deals coming thick and fast. You are joined by me, Graham Bailey. Get me at Graham Bailey on Twitter and other things. You can get Craig Honeyman, Craig underscore Honeyman on Twitter and other things too. Good morning to you, Craig. Morning, Graham. How are you, pal? Not bad. Busy mate, busy mate. A lot of deals getting done on late nights at the minute, so it's... um. It's wearing me out. We're not even in August. Not even August yet. I'm feeling tired. I must admit, I'm feeling tired. Because, listen, the good news is the all the work that you're doing in the late nights. So you, your missus won't won't uh, won't be missing you, will she? She'll be. She's getting a nice break from your happy days. Well, I managed to do it. I managed to do it at the same time. Love Island's still ongoing, so we're we're oh, touching dear. base together whilst watching that. It's been a good series, mate. It's been a good series, but. Oh, um some love. We're gonna we're gonna show some love during the show. We're gonna we're gonna go through the um Premier League windows that we've liked so far, ones that we're worried about. We'll have our transfers of the week again. And um, we're gonna start the show looking at, at Manchester. We did a bit of Liverpool last week, um, and Saudi. L- let's take a quick look at what United and City have been doing, contrasting fortunes a little bit this week. Manchester United finally on got Andre Nana over the over the line, Craig. Yeah. Um so touch on United first. There's a real belief amongst Manchester United fans um that Onana will revolutionise how United play. Um I think that's fair. Um there's a rev- fair. The, the, the the results, etc. What the only thing I say to him is with Onana, I rate him, I do rate him and he will help him play differently. I I do not think though that putting him in that eleven um Put United in favour of Um, I think David De Gea claimed the Golden Glove last season, yep. Craig. Um, I think Onana is, if you want to play differently, is a good is is a good addition. I think David De Gea carried the can an awful lot of uh, from an awful lot of United fans. They think they think he was towards the end. They think he was the he was the devil almost. He was to blame for all the wrongs at United. And I think they might get a shock. I like Onana too, Craig. I just. I don't think it transforms United overall as much as they think. Can I can I have a contrasting view? Mm-hmm. Or, um, it's gonna be kind of counterintuitive, Graham. Because I agree with you in a lot of what you've said. I also disagree in a lot of what you've said. Okay, so in in terms of De Gea, De Gea as a shot stopper is one of the best shot stoppers in the world, and probably one of the best I've ever seen. Grim. Mm-hmm. In terms of his his mistakes, I think, yeah, I, I think he has made a lot of mistakes. Uh, but ultimately, it's the amount of the volume of shots that he faces as well compared to the other team. I don't have the statistics in front of me, but I'm going to suggest to you that Manchester United concede probably almost per game twice the amount of shots and shots on target compared to Manchester City. So mm-hmm. uh, just the, the the sheer sheer volume of that means to me that he's gonna he's, he's gonna have the opportunity to make more mistakes. Now we look at Edison. I think I think Edison. I think Edison and Allison are the two best goalies in the league, and I don't think either of them had particularly amazing seasons last year uh, by their uh, super high standards. Now Un- Unana will will revolutionise the way that Manchester United play because. He's like an extra outfield player. Uh, with, with his feet, he is exceptional. He has got exceptional feet, um, which 
does make it more difficult when teams play a certain way against United to to to, to press him, Graham. So if they put the press on him, um, you know, he he's going to have the footwork uh, to not fall into any kind of trap, I, I believe, with the press. So what you'll you'll see him clip the ball over a striker into into a fullback. You'll you'll see his distribution on the on the counter attack. You'll see him, Graham. He'll be able to whack a ball seventy yards into Marcus Rashford's feet. Right, I've got no doubt about that. Uh, you'll you'll probably see a, a better version of Anthony this season with the ball getting into his feet quicker. Uh, I think sometimes United were laboured in in getting him the ball, and uh, he was he was on the turn uh, and on the half turn. You know, sometimes in his own half, where I think he'll pick the ball much further up the field because of the goalkeeper. So I do think from that perspective, it will revolutionise how they play. However, however, um, where we where we could say David De Gea's all hands and no feet, um, I think Anana's feet are miles better than his hands. Uh, and I think for a goalkeeper, Graham, that that's got question marks and problems. Um, obviously, Ten Hag knows him from the, the, the time Ajax. The Ajax Sports Science team absolutely loved Inanna uh, in terms of um, his numbers and how he improved. Uh, I, I know they did a lot of work with him uh, in terms of uh, penalty preparation, preparation and I thought he was exceptional at that. I, I attended uh, the Stats Bomb um, conference a couple of years ago and the lady from from Ajax presented and presented specifically on Anana, and it was really interesting to to watch um, how he'd improved, how he takes on board information, how he's got a desire and a determination to improve. The Premier League is unforgiving, uh, and we saw Massimo Taibi Grim when he arrived in England. Sarah Ferguson paid around four and a half million for him. Can you remember those days? Mm-hmm. And he conceded that that through the legs against Matthew Letizia. It's going to be really interesting to see. Um, this United defence uh, and Inanna. Um, I, I agree with you. I don't think this signing puts them any closer to Manchester City, but it will change how they play over the next 12, 18, 24 mm-hmm. months. I think so long as uh, Ten Hag re- re- retains the confidence of the board and he remains confident in them, um, this could be a really interesting signing in the in the future for United, but I don't think in the short term it's going to get them any closer to City. In terms of other deals, obviously Mason Mount's come in, that's been completed. Yep. To, to try to get players moved out, which is an issue at the moment, yes. it seems that Alex Tellers' his deal to Saudi Arabia may not be going through. Um, Dean Henderson looks like Nottingham Forest might be targeting other keepers, so United might be a bit hamstrung, Craig, in the short term. Yeah, um, by getting some of these players out. Um, a player, the obviously Rasmus Hoyland is their main target in attack, and they are trying to press ahead with that deal. But good player, um, Atalanta, uh, good player. Um, yeah, good, good, listen, a, a, a huge risk, though, Craig, to have him as you know. But, but, but you know what, Graham, right? I think, uh, as a, as a, as a, how old are you now? 21, 22? Yeah. Around yeah. Look, I, I've seen him play for the, for the Danish national team and he looks 25, 26. Um, and, and for him, it, it, it would be, I, he wouldn't be coming in as United's number nine. He'd be coming in as a forward that can play across the, across the line. Um, and he wouldn't be a stick on, I wouldn't think. Um, there are other players out there, um, but Graham, you, you, you and I have spoken uh, off pod many, 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 many times and on pod as well 
about the best player in Italy. Uh, and you pronouncing him much better than I do, so I'm going to call him Cavadonna at Napoli. Um, and, and surely he is the signing that Manchester United should be targeting to to really put them as, not as title contenders, um, but to get them closer to the likes of City. Um, but but they th- haven't got they haven't got the budget for that, Craig. It's, 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 it's cloud cuckoo land for United to sign Cavasvilla. I, I don't think it is. Hundred, I don't think it is. I, you think United have got it within them to pay 150 million euros for a player this summer? Yeah, I don't think it would be 150 million euros. I, I, th- I think it'd be around 100 million pounds. And I do think they've got it within them. Yeah, I do. I, 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 I don't think um, Laurent De Laurentiis would accept that, especially when he puts a fee of 130, 150 on Osimhen as well. I don't. I, yeah. You know, I, I, Hoyland will. I think if they sign Hoyland, he will be their only, their only striker who comes in. Grim, I, I, I think, I, I think, I think you've hit the nail on the head. You, you, what United have got is they've got issues with with getting players out. Right, so um, let let let's look at if Dean Henderson does go. So that's going to be twenty to twenty five million uh, cash back into into United to spend. Um, defensively, uh, Tellers will will go. We expect. Mm-hmm. I, listen, that buy will go as well. Yeah, yeah buy uh, for a fraction of what they they cost. Okay, mm-hmm. um, they've signed Johnny Evans on a short term deal. Did you see that? Yeah. So I think that's to get them through pre-season. I think if Johnny Evans, listen, Graham, I think Johnny Evans is one of the most underrated defenders in the Premier League um, and, and probably one of the most underrated of his generation. He is a phenomenal player. Now, at, 30, at 35, hear me out, at 35 years of age, I think he could be a great uh, backup at United to, to sit on the bench and allow some of these, these like a, a Lindelof to go, for example, and get some money in. Um, the, the, one, the one big issue that they have, clearly have, is... Uh, Harry Maguire. Now, mm. I do not like the way that Harry Maguire has been treated at Manchester United. Um, I don't think Harry Maguire has let England down. I think he's had some ropey games for Manchester United. But who hasn't? Who hasn't? I, I, I've seen Varane play awfully for Manchester United and get very little um, very little criticism from, from the media. I think Harry Maguire has been targeted by certain sections of the media and... The public, there's the the the, the TikTok, um, Instagram shorts kind of videos where the you know they make fun of Harry Maguire. I watch Harry Maguire for England. I think he's exceptional. I, I think Harry Maguire. If Harry Maguire signed for Tottenham or for for Newcastle, I think he could go on and, and really push on. Thirty years of age in his prime, um, absolute top defender playing in the wrong team. Now, where, where I say the wrong team, Graham, if, if you let me finish on that, we we. Both of us said this um, numerous times on 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 the pod. When he played for Leicester, he played in the back three, and Leicester sat deep, right, which absolutely suited Harry Maguire down to the ground. At United, where you play further forward and you play a high defensive line, that does not suit Harry Maguire. He's got to sign for a team, uh, even even a West Ham grin, you know what, a, a, a team where he can play as a deep central defender that can play the ball. And I think he'll be exceptional somewhere. But the problem is, is wages and the transfer fee. Can you see him going, Graham, for a transfer fee? I can't. I can see him going out on loan for a season and United covering a, a lot of his wages. Um, issues, you know, players like Fred, who I'm a big fan of, but seemingly his, his days are numbers. Uh, McTominay, his days seem to to be numbered. Um, Donny van der Beek, who's been... Look, Donny van der Beek came into. To, to United as one of the bright stars of Ajax. He has shown absolutely nothing at United. But in his defence, he's been given such limited 
opportunities. Also some, of us, some of us did say he had um, um, David Classen written all over him when he yep. did arrive. Yeah, unfortunately, Graham, I think you've been proven right. But I, I would just, in his defence, I think he's had a, a lack of opportunity to, to showcase his talent. They've got the issue of Mason Greenwood that we won't go into. Anthony Martial. I think Mason Greenwood will be back, Craig. I think he will be, I I, I predict he'll be in their squad. I, 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 pred I predict that he won't, but we'll move on from that mm -hmm. quite swiftly. Uh, Anthony Martial, Graham, has been a problem for Manchester United since he signed. The amount of money that was paid for him. and, and It's just not good enough. He's had Graham. He's had one good season. He's just not good enough. He's had yeah, what, what was the deal? It was over fifty million euros. Yeah, simply not good enough. And that's the thing. And, that, and that's why the pressure will be on Hoyland to come in. I do think Hoyland will be the only one to come in because I think they'll target another midfielder. Um, they do like Sofian Amrabat. Who Amrabat? Um, Amrabat. Listen, if they get Amrabat, that's a, that's that. He is a top class signing. But I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they'll I'm sure probably where, go where, for Amrabat now, Graham. Uh, I'm. I'm not. I'm, uh, well, they are interested. They have shown interest. West Ham have shown interest. Atletico Madrid like him a lot as well. So it's not a done deal. Uh, no. Fiorentina said overnight they've had no offers from United, but United have talked to his people because I think United have said we are going to come for you. Just just wait until we get some players out. Yeah. Um, yeah. If Amrabat comes in, and this is my point about the Mason Mount deal. Okay, say say Amrabat comes in, Greg. Yes. Um, and say they sign Hoyland. Um. Okay. Yeah. Um. What and we know what the back four. What's the midfield and forward? What's the first choice midfield and forwards for United at that point? Yeah, well, I, I think we know we know Bruno is playing because yeah, he's, so, been so, 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 he's been made captain. So great, great for, yeah, for me, I think the the way Ten Hag historically has played and that are we like there'll be a four three three team, and mm -hmm. that that four three three will be a midfield three of Casemiro sitting, mm -hmm. and then there'll be two eights. Um, Mason Mount will be one of those eights, and Bruno Fernandez will be the other eight. That's what they. That, that, that's what I see their midfield three as. So you, th so you think they'll sign? They'll they'll pay lim what limited money they've got on Amrabat to sit on the bench. No, I think if they sign Am Amrabat, you may you may. That's what, that's what I say. So so they sign say, say no, they sign no, Amrabat and Hoyland. What is their starting midfield? No, well, I I think that would would be their starting midfield because you, you, Mason Mount has gone there to play. Mm -hmm. You're not dropping Bruno Fernandes is, is as we know going to be made captain of the club. Uh, Casimiro is their six. They'll play. Listen, they're not they're not going to play a boxing midfield. They're not going to play a four man midfield. What they could do, and I, I don't I don't like this. Mount uh, on the right. They could push Mason Mount up and play him wide. Now yeah, on the right, yeah. Because yeah, Anthony Anthony's been he's he, he was he was okay, wasn't he? Okay first. Great, great, listen, great. He was okay. No, he he, he was average. Yeah. And Anthony, for I think it took him a long time to adjust to to the physicality of the English league, to the pace of the English league. I expect to see so much more. From Anthony this season, um, the the only concern I have, Graham, is it'd be very easy for him to ditch English football uh, and mm -hmm. and and move on this summer and, and go to Italy or to Spain, where it'd be much easier for him to showcase his talents. Um, Given what I, he's on, though, the, Saudi Arabia possibly. But listen, I I I don't think he would go to Saudi. I think he'd want to go to to a top yeah. Spain or Italy and and showcase his talents there. Mm -hmm. uh, if he did, if he did leave, I think he did struggle with the physicality of our league and the pace. Just just the power and pace of the Premier League. It can catch people out. But we've seen a lot of players in the second season, particularly players you know at Manchester City, Graham, in their second season, really push on. Now Anthony at Manchester United, I could see him really pushing on at uh, at United this season. One one that we didn't talk about, Graham, uh, is one of their one of their record signings uh, is is Jaden Sancho. Um, 
who again I, I thought was up and down last season. I thought he probably had a, a better return than than Anthony. Um, but what does the future hold for him? We we know that um, the good news out of United this week is that Marcus Rashford signed a a new long term contract. I think it's good for United and good for for England, good for English football. Um, and at, I was he 20, 24, 25 now, Graham? Rashford becomes one of their senior players and arguably he now becomes their, their poster boy and their, their talisman. Um, and, you know, Man- Manchester born, Manchester bred, uh, United fan, come through the academy, England international. I, I think he I think he is their poster boy now. Um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how United progress this season because I think as well that, that you know, the will, their will, uh, Come a time where there's pressure on Eric Ten Hag, uh, and I think he's a he's a he's the kind of coach that thrives under pressure. So um, I think he'll enjoy the pressure, and also I think there was very very limited expectation on Manchester United last season, if you'd agree or not. Um, and I think this season the 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 level of um, intensity and scrutiny, uh, or the intensity of the scrutiny even on on United will will be raised significantly. Oh, a lot of pressure on them. I, as I said, I. I, I am a bit um I've I've never been a fan of what United are doing in this window, Craig, purely because they have they seem to have pivoted to what they were focused on. Um I think they've they've the striker was the main thing they needed to do and they backed up and they, they uh, for a time they thought that oh, well they backed away from that and they've gone for Mason Mount and Onana and then they've they've turned to Hoyland um as the main man. I I would say I worry about United, Craig. I do, and then look. I'm not I'm not convinced by what they've done. I must admit this summer. Um, I do worry slightly by what they've done. But well, uh, there's another month to go, six weeks to go, five weeks to go. Sorry, um, well, five to six weeks left in the window. So we'll see where they go. I think they'll getting like some Maguire out by etc. Um, will be fascinating to see how United move forward and. If they do go for someone like Hammerbat, I think it'd be a good signing. But um, we'll see where they go. In terms of the other side of the city, Craig, very busy as well at, Ma- at Manchester City. Yeah, they have um, brought Kovacic in. We have though this week seen that um, following talks between um, Pep Hierarchy and Riyad Mahrez, um, that City have, have, have greenlit his move to Saudi Arabia. This is a fascinating one, Craig, isn't it? You know, Riyad Mahrez was really upset. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think people really appreciate just how upset he was about yeah. how he was handled um, at the end of last season, last two games. He didn't feature in either the FA Cup final or no. the Champions League. And no. that really has impacted him. And it's highlighted now, Craig, where, you know, he's had he's had talks with Pep. He clearly has made his feelings known. Um no matter what Pep said to him, he's wanted to leave and they've yeah. granted his permission to go. This is um, it's a huge risk on City's part for me, Craig. That they're letting Maris go. He's a huge key, a key squad player for them. Um, but obviously sanctioned sanctioned his exit. He, he clearly wanted to leave. Grim, can you remember the conversation we had last summer about Maris when we were doing our previews, etc.? Um, can you remember the, the, how that conversation went? Um, not off the top of my head. Okay, okay, I I can. I, re- I remember it like it was yesterday. So we, you, you and I were both praising Mares for for his attitude, right? Because mm-hmm. in the two thousand twenty one twenty two season, he'd only started fifteen games. I think he, he came for the bench around fifteen times, got eleven goals. And you and I were singing his praises about how he accepted his role at City. Um, 
being a squad player in the in 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 the in the Premier League in particular, but that he'd get his minutes in the Champions League. I think he played all of the Champions League games um, the, the previous season, and was happy to to win cups, etc. Now, last season he played a lot more in the league, started a lot more in the league, um, but his 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 time in uh, cup competitions in the Champions League became more more limited, um, and we saw that he missed the 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 cup final. Um, I I actually think I actually think that well when we did the preview Graham when we did the preview for the FA Cup final I think both of us said that whichever one Mares doesn't play so if he doesn't start the FA Cup final he'll start the Champions League so we we, we expected him to start one or the other didn't we um, mm. and he didn't start either now we know that Carl Walker was was massively upset to miss out on the Champions League final having been instrumental in in them beating. Uh, Real Madrid in the semi-final and and and, and putting shackles on uh, Vinicius, um, which we love to see, didn't we? Um, it it I think at the age of thirty-two, he's he's been an unbelievable player in the Premier League, both for Leicester City and for Manchester City. I think he will be very very difficult for Manchester City to replace. Because he has a wonderful left foot, he's a wonderful technician. He plays that role inverted on the right so well. Uh, there are very few players in the world that can do what he can do, uh, in my opinion. Um, he, he's he's a precocious talent, but also he's an unbelievable person and a great squad member who has, as we've said, been happy to to be on the bench, be a squad player, so long as he's getting minutes in key games. Um, we've seen those minutes diminish. We've we've said on the pod in previous times how Saudi Arabia's key um, key transfer ploy and key key transfer strategy is to sign um, high profile Muslim players. Uh, Riyad Mahrez would be one of the highest uh, profile Muslim players to go there alongside uh, Karim Benzema uh, and N'Golo Kante. Uh, I, I think he ticks so many boxes for Saudi. City would get a large chunk of money, but very, very, very difficult for them to replace him, Grim. Mm-hmm. I, I I do listen, City are unbelievable. If they if they lose Kyle Walker and Riyad Mahrez in the same period, and we expect Cancelo to well, go. Well, well, yeah, well, 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 we'll come on to Walker now. In terms of Mahrez, in terms of his replacement, um, you know, Cole Palmer um has been suggested over Brighton are actually in for Cole Palmer. So yep. we'll have to see whether he's I don't see Cole Palmer having a I don't I don't I think we'd see more of Cole Palmer by now if if Pep really, really thought he was, you know, a Foden type player. I'm not sure. I, I like Cole it, Palmer. It, it, I think it, he could be. I just don't think Pep believes that. No great so so is is Phil Ford now just gonna be the stick on your starting every game on the right? Possibly, I don't. He, obviously, he won't want to, but uh, he'll he'll do as he's told. But I think they are looking. I've been told, and I've said this the piece yesterday. Bradley Bracola, the Leon Starlet, something like that, and Gabri Vega and Ren Cherky. But obviously, looking around, they're obviously aware in Europe of what's available and what possibly could come in. But to come in, there isn't a player out there at Maris's level, especially for that money. If no, you want to go, if you want to like like Maris replacement in Europe, Greg, you're looking at 50, 60 million. And they're only getting thirty-five back. Graham, so, you look, Graham, you look you, you, I think you're looking at more than that. I, I, I think. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. No, 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 Graham, I, 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 th- I think a, a Mares like replacement would be would be Cavadonna. No, I'd, well, I think that's a bit 
way over the top for me. Kavis Vila was one of the best player in Europe, arguably last season. Was, was, but it, it, I would it, put, him, I would put him at Kings, maybe Kingsley Coleman level, someone like that. Um, but well, to get Kingsley Coleman, what you're talking there, Craig? 70, 80? 70, 80 million. Yeah, so you're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, it's 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 fascinating. Do we see? Craig, Grimm, we've, we've got to think. Okay, so so let me. When when Mares signed for Manchester City, he cost them sixty five million quid. And they bought him from Leicester. Was he that much? I, didn't, uh, I, yeah, forgot, he, yeah. I forgot he was that much. So, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, 60... you know, I remember actually a lot of people raised their eye, A few people raised their eyebrows at that at the time. They did. He'd won the league with Leicester. He'd scored loads of goals. Mm. Um, and he's delivered for them. And I think, he's delivered you know, for Mike I, I, I think, I think He has delivered Pep, for Manchester Pep, City. Pep's, Pep's failed, to, he's failed to convince him to stay. So he's gone. And um, we'll see whether they bring another one in. But that, that thing's on the Bernardo Silva. He's the crucial one now, Craig, for them, I feel. Yeah, they can't let him go, Grim. They cannot let Bernardo we, go. We know he wants to leave. I told him last summer, give us another year. He did. Yeah. And and to be fair to him, they have said he can leave. However, they've made it quite clear to him that he'll only be sold for his market value. Yes. Again, we're talking 70, 80 million, a bit more. The issue is so so that takes Saudi Arabia out of the question. I don't believe that Bernardo Silva ends up in Saudi, primarily. But I don't think he may agree to it. But primarily, City aren't going to let him go for 30, 40 million. And we know Saudi no. aren't really paying anything above that. So that's the so he's not going to Saudi. We know that Barcelona are still sniffing, still sniffing around trying Can't to do stuff him. unless they sell Frankie De Jong. Silva's yeah. not going to Barcelona, in my opinion. I don't think he's going. We both agree on that. Yeah, we agree on that. I, th- yeah. I think the danger is for City that. It's PSG. Why would Bernardo Silva go to PSG? Yeah, but yes, but he clearly his people are. T- he wants to leave Manchester, Craig, in and and for whatever reason, and PSG are, are something that appeals to him. Um, clearly appeals might appeal to his family. And Luis Enrique, work yeah. with Enrique. They're also does this yeah. interesting? Keep on this Portuguese contingent. We know João Felix is a target for PSG. Goncalo Ramos is a, is 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 a, now appearing. I understand as their main striker target. They've already got four Portuguese in there. It's becoming a little, like a little Portuguese hub. So I think you can see Bernardo Silva would enjoy it there. Um, I think that's the issue City have got here, where it's all very. I don't think City can. Yeah, you're not going. You're not going without his value being met. I think it's a real danger that Silva could still go. Grim, I, I I don't know his personal circumstances. Right? Is is he yeah. French? Because obviously he played for Monaco, didn't he, for three four seasons. Um, I have look at he's got. He, I, did, I, did, I, he just he, he married this summer, didn't he? Actually, yeah. He, I know he got. I don't know if his wife is French, and I, I, I know because that. obviously, yeah, it's a good point that you make. Though he he obviously likes the French lifestyle, Craig. Yes, yeah. Coming from coming from Monte Carlo, and he, he, um, listen, he was he was brilliant at Monaco, wasn't he? He he was the obviously him him and him and Mendy in that team were were exceptional, and, and you can see him being for for the chance to work with Luis Enrique as well. Um, I don't. I I can see. I can see why he'd want to go. You know, he's done everything. He's done everything you could possibly want. Um, and I think it might be a change of guy. She's Portuguese, by the way. His, his wife. Oh, okay. Um, I, I I I just I don't see how they can convince Silver to leave. He's wanted to leave since last summer, as we know, Craig, and he's given him another year. This you, mean summer, he, him, you mean convince him to stay? Yeah, I, I don't see how they can convince him to stay. And and as we know with City, as the, as they've shown with Riyad Mahrez, if you really want, and, and maybe we'll get on to Kyle Walker, as they've shown with Riyad Mahrez, if you really don't want to stay, and as we've seen with, like I said, Gabriel Jesus, Zinchenko, City won't keep you. If you really want out, then there is a way. 
he just played 90 minutes in the Champions League final. I, I think a new five-year contract and a a significant pay rise in his stays. I, 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 I do. If I'm Manchester City, I do everything I can to keep Bernardo Silva. Everything I can. Listen, the, the, the other one, I don't, I don't really want to see this, but could you, could you see uh, Julian Alvarez playing on the on the right hand side, Graham, for in the front three for City? Um, possibly, possibly, you know, yeah. and um, you know, Greenish can play both sides if he needs to. Um, I yeah. think we may, we may, we we may see another attacker come in. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if someone like Gabri Vega if they went for someone like Gabri Vega. Um, a young, the youngster yeah. at Celta Vigo. And, and what, who, who what, what about what about Carlos Borges? Looks like he's on his way out. Yeah, he's got. It's, it's a strange one. That he was he was due to go to Southampton, and then Nottingham Forest hijacked that move. But then West Ham have then hijacked Nottingham Forest, and he's going there. Um, twelve fourteen million. Um, top goal scorer for the Premier League. B yeah, I like him a lot. Stra- strange, I like him. Strange decision to go to West Ham because. Um, I don't see him featuring um, under David Moyes. I don't think he's a David Moyes type player, but um, he's a future signing, isn't he, for West Ham? He's an interesting yeah. one. He'll, he'll, be, he'll get a little bit of game time. Um, but yeah, another one who City are letting go, who given, it's a good point you make, Craig, given that they are losing Mares, might lose Silva, surely Carlos Borges was, was, wasn't was far off getting the, getting the look in. No, I can remember, and we, look, we saw James Trafford go to Burnley, haven't we, for... for... Yeah. 20 million. Uh, Shea Charles to Southampton, 15 million. Callum Doyle. Callum, Callum Doyle again. gone to Leicester on loan. How, with how 15 Bellis million is possibly option. being sold. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's... it's the, it, City do... We, didn't we mention it on the show last week, Craig, where that pathway in the City first team... We did. It's it's not clear cut. There's no, Graham, there's no pathway into the City team. And, and I don't think it's a good look. It's a good look and, and to say to any youngster, unless you're Phil Ford and you're not going to get in, that's not a good look. Graham, what, what what have we seen? What have we we've seen Phil Forden and then Rico, we've seen Rico Lewis. We've That's seen cool. Rico Lewis and Cole Palmer fleetingly. Fleetingly. Now Rico Lewis at 18, um, you know, he's he seems to be the one that will get a chance, Graham. Uh we 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 hope to see that. Um Cole Palmer 21 now. Um Really limited opportunities. Aren't James it? James McAtee can. I don't, James, for James me, I don't, if Cole Palmer's not getting a chance, I don't see Cole James McAtee potentially getting it. I don't think there's much. I'd love to see these that. boys get a chance. I, w- I would, yeah. Like I, Tommy I, Doyle. Yeah, Tom, I think Tommy Doyle's. Yeah, he's, he's. Although Tommy Doyle, I don't think he's loan. I think he would. He gone loan to Germany last year. Was a crazy. No, he's, he's got, both. Both went to Sheffield United, didn't they? Him and McAtee both were at Sheffield oh, United. Was it, both was it, did really yeah, well. it didn't. Um, they both did really well. They both did really well. He, but he, he had a, he had a loan. Didn't Tommy Doyle have that loan? He Hamburg. He went to Hamburg, which, which, which three... didn't work out. Which I think hurt him a bit. Yeah, um, I, I, th- I think I think so. I think so. These twenty and they're twenty one now. You know these guys. It's it's fascinating. I, I think City do need to focus a bit more on this young person thing. You know we've we've seen them let Romeo Lavia go. He, yeah. he's a, he's about to move for fifty million this summer somewhere. Yeah. And Romeo Lavia would be ideal. Like he he'd be. He'd be ahead of Calvin Phillips now. Like as you said, Craig, as well, you questioned the Calvin Phillips signing at the time, and I would as well because if you had someone like Romeo Lavia at the club, surely you should recognise that he's not far off Calvin Phillips's level. Craig, you yeah, he's, he's not he's, quite he's, there, but he's not Ro- far off. I think Romeo Lavia is better than Calvin well, Phillips. Well, there you go. Surely they should be recognising that, Craig. Yeah, listen. I think I think what what we'll see, Graham, what we will see is those players. You know, the players that went, went to Southampton uh, last last year. Uh, Adorzi went for for fifteen million, didn't he? Mm. Uh, Lavia will see move on Graham, so we can forget about him. Um, 
But uh, Larios went as well, didn't he? He went for, I think, did, 10 did, million. Didn't Leeds take one? Was it that? 10, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, but I've got the side. And, and uh, Buzanu went for 15 million. What we'll see this yeah. year is those players really, really, really push on. Really mm-hmm. push on. Uh, and who, who did they sell to Leeds? Who, who did they, who did they sell it, to Was it that the young midfielder? Was it Darko yes, it was. Yilaki or something? It's apologies. Giabi. Giabi. Darko Giabi. He's been linked to it. I've seen him being linked to moves, moves away as well. It's. I think there's a place for that. I think I think Chelsea have got the balance right, Craig, where you see players moving on, but they're using it as well to, to, to really get to bolster their squad. But if you're at Chelsea, you've got a chance. These youngsters are different at City. We're not really seeing it. And Liverpool are doing what they've got in their youngsters too. United it stalled a little bit there as well. So these two Manchester clubs, you know, are they really getting these players too? Yeah, United had Ganacho, although I do argue he was signed from Atletico, so he's not really a United product. City again, the, yeah, it's fascinating how the two Manchester clubs probably were the best youth recruitment in the country, Craig, these two. They would argue. No, United, United haven't had it for long. The, the, the two best are City and Chelsea, without a doubt. Without They're light years ahead of Manchester United. Light. Do you think that's where City maybe get these youngsters and say, look, um, we won't hold you back for we won't yeah. hold you till you till you're 22, 23. We'll we'll sell you on. So that might actually appeal to the youngsters and thinking like a Jaden Sancho as well, where if you're not making it by 18, 19, 20, we will sell you, move you on. I suppose that is a that is a plus point for them, Craig. They're not yeah. going to be sitting there for yeah, three I or think, four years. Yeah, I think so. Listen, I, sp- I spoke to somebody at City recently, and 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 what they said to me, and it 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 hit home a little bit. You've got to be one of the best players in the world to come throughout Manchester City. That's the real that's the reality. Mm-hmm. So if, if if we look at if we look at Barcelona um and the young players they bring through, they're they're elite, elite, elite. Um Chelsea under Lampard give so many young players opportunities uh and they've made sizable chunks of money on those players. They'll all go on to have have great careers. I think at City if you if you're a young player, Graham, you need to know you need to be at Phil Foden's level to to come through into into the first team, and how many are at Phil Foden's level? Um, it, it, it it's an interesting debate because because mm. clearly there, there there is an issue with pathway, but they do have the best. They have the best in England. They they, they and Chelsea have the best in England, and if they're not good enough uh, for City in the here and now, um, they may well be in the future. But it seems what they're doing is. Taking that European, almost that Barcelona model, selling players on, having that buyback clause in there, that if they do go somewhere else and make it, that they have the opportunity to bring them back into into the fold. Yeah, it's fascinating. Obviously, as you mentioned before, Carl Walker, um, there's, yeah. there's suggestions that he's he's told City wants to go back. I'm not sure that that's been quite agreed yet. He is talking with City about his future, so um, we'll see how that one pans out because it'll be fascinating to see what um, City have offered him a new deal. I think Walker might stay personally. I think he might. At, thir- I at thirty-three, I'd I'd love to see him go to Bayern Munich and and go out there and win the Bundesliga and do something a little bit different. That that that's that's mm. not me with any kind of match the City hat. That's me with the England hat on. Going could could a season in the in the Bundesliga help him perform at the Euros? I think it could. I think possibly, yeah. But I think he might end up saying, but we'll see on that one. So that's City United covered. So we we're gonna move. We're gonna move on to these. Um, Briefly, Craig, touching on the Premier League teams, the ones that we've liked so far this window, ones we're worried about. Um, obviously, I've already said that I'm a little bit worried um, by what United are doing. Um, 
Our city, we did make, we forgot to mention Josko Vardio. Talks are ongoing over him. We do yeah. expect him to be the world's most expensive defender. So him yep. and Um a little early for some. Um, in terms of liking Craig, anyone's business so far that you're um, that are, that's really um, jumping out to you that you're quite liking? Yeah, I, I think I think there's only one club to start with, isn't there? There's only one club to talk about in terms of liking their business and getting getting business done early. Um, and that's in North London, where mm. Arsenal have signed Kai Harvitz, Declan Rice, and Julian Timber. Uh, I, you know, what, what's what's not to like about those three signings? Um, look, I, I've got, I've got, I love Kai Harvitz as a football player. I think he's elite. Um, I just wonder where he's going to play for 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 Arsenal. I, Graham, I I think he might play as a false nine. With that's, that's um, why I I think I think he might end up playing a lot of his football is that um alternative to Jesus. I think he may. I think they'll play. I think they'll play Jesus wide. I th- I think they can play Jesus wide rather than through the middle and play. But, but he he was he was in, that was one of the main reasons he left City though, Craig. Yeah, Graham. But can you can you remember can you remember the um the the City team that for two seasons didn't have a striker. And oh, don't get me. I think Jesus is no, no, one of the best. I'm, I'm, he's one of the best saying, in the world in that role, isn't he? Yeah, and I'm saying obviously Mikel Arteta was the coach who who obviously yeah. helped coach that team. Um, obviously uh, playing the the the, the fullbacks really high. Uh, obviously Timber would come into that. Uh, the holding midfield player it was exceptional in Rodri. Obviously they've signed Declan Rice. I think there are there are shades of Manchester City about how Arsenal may play next season. Yeah, um, certainly we'll see that they've improved the squad, which is needed to do. What, what listen, um, Graham, I, I, what, what, one player I am it. sad to see leave, um, leave the Premier League, he's one of my favourites, not one of yours, is Granit Xhaka. I thought he probably had his best season for Arsenal last year, uh, playing in a slightly different role, playing more as an eight than a six. Obviously, he got he got seven league goals, didn't he, last season, his best return ever in his, his career. Uh, and I thought he showed genuine leadership. I thought, I thought he had an excellent season and... Uh, you know, uh, the Premier League's loss will be the Bundesliga's gain as he mm, I'm, not, I'm, not sure genuine, I'm not sure genuine leadership in his decision to leave the club, but here we go. Um, what, what do you mean by that? In terms of... What do you mean by... Yeah, I'm saying... Because he, he, he had the chance. He didn't have to leave. Graham, I'm sure... I'm, he he, he, he Graham, told Arsenal he, he wanted to leave. Graham, I just said to you, he showed genuine leadership on the pitch last season. I didn't mention as as the season finished okay, and didn't, after didn't the season he wanted to leave. Uh in ter- there is another team who I, um, who I think very much in the like and the positive three signings. A third will be confirmed any day now in Moussa Diaby, and that's Aston Villa. Um, oh, yeah. Paul yeah. Torres, Julian Tielemans, and now Moussa Diaby. Wonderful sign, Moussa Diaby, one of my favourite players um, in Europe at the minute. Um, exceptional business being done by Villa Craig. You know, this, this push, the, it's not going to be straight. For, and and this, this is part of my worry. Um, for for why I'm a bit worried about United, Craig, because um the teams around them are improving, they yeah, really listen, are. Um, and Villa same, are one of them. The same goes for Newcastle United, right? I, I I think Aston Villa could be one of the main teams to challenge Newcastle this season in terms of where they finish in the league. Although um, I think we'll come back to Newcastle in a second. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, Newcastle. I think Newcastle, Craig, they're about to complete the Harvey Barnes deal today. Brilliant sign. Yeah, they've massively improved. They're starting yes. eleven. Yeah, Newcastle. Oh, Graham, I, I don't, hey, where's, where's, where's United heaven? I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Uh, the, the, the other mm-hmm. sign that Villa have obviously made is uh, Monchi, 
a sporting director. Yeah, yeah. Who's a, who's a game changer for them. Head uh, of football operations. I love that title. Head of football operations. I love that title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got the best job title in the world. Uh, Pau, Pau Torres, we spoke in briefly last week. Yeah. Top, top, top defender. Bargain price, 35 million quid for that Rolls-Royce. Spanish international centre-half, 25 years of age, 26 Next, to, next to Diego Carlos. Everyone forgets to remember that Carlos, yep. Diego Carlos fully fit. That's yep. a, that, that could be a top pair. Really Listen, the, 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 one, the one player I think will miss out Aston Villa next season is Tyrone Mings. I think, uh, I think, I think he's got West Ham written all over him, Tyrone. I, I yeah. don't, I don't, I think it might happen with Tyrone Mings, Greg. And we, and if you remember, if we look back to Villarreal, do you remember Juan Foyt? Yeah. Who, who was converted into a fullback by Unai yep. very successfully. Yeah. I think because the, there's, there's talk of Lucas Dinier going and they brought yes. Alex Moreno in. I think that he might use Tyrone Mings, a left back, quite a lot. Listen, Tyrone Mings played his football for Aston Villa, sorry, for Ipswich Town. Yeah, he started. Yeah, I liked him. He did. Trick. He did. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see Tyrone Mings play that role. I, I would. Okay. I would. Yeah, I, 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 I genuinely would. I, I don't think we'll see him leave because I think he's, um, he's, he's handy doing that song. But we'll see. We'll see. I think he quite like. I think he quite likes the challenge under Emery. But well, it's a squad game as well. Do, do you know? Do you know I'm looking forward to seeing next season under under Emery is Leon Bailey. Um, He's he's been stop start. He had that first season where he, I I I I think he might be one of the odd men out. Craig. No, I I don't. I I I think I think. Why do you think he's going to play on the left? I I, yeah, I I think he might play on the right. I think he's an Emery player. I think they'll I think they'll play him. Well, where's Musa Tabi going to play then? I think he might play on the left. No, no not for me. Well, let's Derby, see. starts right all day long. Um, we'll but I find, I love to see Derby play. He's he's um he's um he. He he's really going to show what uh, like he, what, what I don't think Bailey has shown. So and it looks like he's 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 turning down uh, Saudi Arabia to come to. Aspen. Yeah, turn down Piff. Yeah, interesting Piff for like tomorrow long. It's um fascinating approach that one because obviously um that would have been the most money that Piff uh, the Saudi the Saudi Pro League had paid for anyone. So we'll see um we'll see what they do for us. Um, in terms of liking anyone's business career, we've obviously seen Liverpool interesting. They've they've improved massively. Um. Worried. Um, one team I'm worried about, Craig. Um, thus far, uh, West Ham. Um, this they've appointed Tim Steeden as sporting director. Um, widely acknowledged as one of the best talent spotters around in Europe. Did a wonderful yeah. job at Bayer Leverkusen. Just look at look at their look at their defence. It's any one of their three yeah. centre halves, and and he's improved any Premier League team. Um, it, it, but then we're seeing, and then there's David Moyes. I think there's from what there's a bit of um, it's not they're not I, I think there's an issue I think there's issues at West Ham, and um, we've seen Rice Governor to spend it in terms of how they spend that money where they spend it you know we we can clearly see the players who David Moyes wants and Tim Steeden wants you know Tim Steeden is hasn't been brought in Craig to sign. Harry Maguire, Scott McTominay, or James Ward-Prowse. Um, they are clearly David Moyes' targets. Um, does that tie in with the future of the club? I think it's a bit mixed thinking at West Ham at the minute. And and I do. And this is a team who lost 20 games that season, Craig. Yeah, they won the Europa, they won Conference League. It was fantastic. But that papered over an awful lot of cracks, that win. 
I don't think it does paper over the cracks, Graham. I think last season was a was a was a poor season in the league, but an exceptional season uh, in in Europe. They've sold Declan Rice for a lot of money. They've got a lot of money to spend. The problem is everyone knows they've got a lot of money to spend, so the prices for the players they're going for increases by five and ten million pounds per player. Um, and we know, um, obviously, David Sullivan's a very shrewd operator. He will not pay over the odds for for players. There's also the issue in the background, Graham, isn't there, of the the, the takeover of West Ham, which is still bubbling. Uh, the hundred percent takeover, of course, we're, we're talking about. Uh, will Will David Sullivan ever relinquish hundred percent? I don't think so. Probably retain 15 percent uh, as the as the club is uh, eventually eventually bought out um, to to majority shareholder. Um, I think West Ham are going to be absolutely fine. Uh, there's, there's the players. We, we, we know, we know they, they like Calvin Phillips, don't we? Uh, I think that would be a really shrewd signing for them. Um, I think Harry Maguire would be an unbelievable signing for them. I, I, I think they can make a lot of really smart signings, and I think they'll be absolutely fine. No, no problem this coming season. Hmm. I'm sure not a lot of Western fans share you confidence there, Craig. But we obviously will see how they go and go for the rest of the six weeks. Um, I think they'll go to Europe and do a few signs. But in terms of um, let's look at our transfers, the um the the week so far, Craig. Yeah, uh, some interesting ones. I do. There's a few, quite a few honourable mentions here. Um, I, I like I like again Plymouth coming up here, Craig. I like the fact they took Morgan Whitaker. Yeah, good signing for a million pounds. Dark Craig, I'd like to have Roland Middlesbrough to have, to have gone in for him. I think that's an absolute snip, a bargain. Yeah, a million, million pounds of bargain, yeah. Oh, Swansea are going to regret that. They really are. Um, there's some really interesting, if Nampadu got the leads this week. But my deal of the week this week, Craig, uh, Craig is um, to back to um team who I have a lot of time for, Bournemouth, Craig. Milos yeah. Kirkes, the left-back for Mesa Delkmaar, who Bournemouth beat Lazio to. This Hungarian guy, um, huge, huge talent, Craig. He really is a good player. He was he went to AC Milan when he was young, didn't quite work out. Um, it's as we know with young players, doesn't always doesn't always. He's still only nineteen. He's had a brilliant season in Holland. Um, I like him a lot, Craig. I think he really improves this. Uh, the, the lost Jordan Zamora, who who I was a fan of to Udinese, I think they've signed someone better. Um, and that's yeah. all you can do. Um, I really like this guy. What everyone listening, watch out for this guy, Milos Kirkes, nineteen-year-old Hungarian, outstanding player, and um, about fifteen million, I think Bournemouth appeared in the end. Um, more good business from Bournemouth, um, and they're, ha- they're having a good summer. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that is a a really positive signing for them. I think we we expect Bournemouth to to go on and not be in the same kind of relegation trouble they were this season. Um, although it will be it will be difficult. Um, they've had a change of manager, change of direction. Let's let's watch how they go. Um couple for me, Graham. Obviously we we touched on Victor Yokares going. He's now obviously confirmed as a sporting Lisbon player. I think that's that's great business by Coventry and by Sporting Lisbon. Coventry getting a a, a a record transfer fee for a player in the last year of his contract and sporting getting uh, a really powerful dynamic forward is going to score lots of goals in Portugal. Um, the one we spoke off pod about this, and it, it's it's my signing of the week, and you didn't agree. Uh, I think it's a really pragmatic, sensible uh, signing in in Matt Doherty. Um, you know, I didn't agree. I think it's a good, I think it's um, a sensible move by Wolves. I think I think no, I, I think it's a really really good signing for Wolves. 
uh, 31 years of age, vastly experienced, free transfer. They sold him for, what did they sell him for? 15, 20 million to, to Spurs. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was that three years ago? Only three, four years ago? Uh, obviously, he, he's had a period at Atletico Madrid uh, and now he's now he's back at uh, at Wolves. I just think it's a really, really strong and sensible signing for for Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, I look I look at Wolves, Graham, and I think, oh dear me, they um, they might be in for a season of struggle. We know the owners are not putting the same level of finance into the club as they previously had. I think we 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 believe or we understand that the club is is for sale in the background. They've got a top manager without 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 doubt, um, but I, I I think Wolves will have another season of struggle um, and I think it might be a season where it may be too much for them but we, listen there's still time for them to bring a lot of players in the, we talk about the Portuguese contingent you're talking about the potential Portuguese contingent at PSG there's certainly a large Portuguese contingent mm-hmm. at Wolves I wonder if some of those players leave um, I wonder if Neto leaves for example Graham I could I could maybe see that he's, uh, he's I think he's a big player I think he's one of the key players I think they me might too. keep him um, me too I, I, I I'm not worried about Wolves. I'm not really worried by many teams because I just think some of the teams coming up. Um, interesting that um, Luton Town signed Marvellous Nakamba from Villa, a crucial sign for them. Yep. Wonderful player, did brilliant for them last season. They also Obviously, signed. They also signed the boy from Birmingham as well, didn't the former Man United player? Uh, oh yeah, um, Tahi Chong. Yeah, I think it's um, a really good yeah, sign good player. Obviously, Luton, Luton are signing strong Championship players. So we're yes, going Sheff- Sheffield United. Benny Traore and probably sums up where they are at the minute in terms of finances. And obviously of the three who've come up, um, of any spending money is Burnley. You know, the yes. James Trafford um, has gone there um, for, for 19 million. Yeah, they need that keeper. He's done that. Zeki Amdouni going permanently to Burnley. They're the one. I think of the three coming up, Craig, it's clear that the only one of them, in my opinion, who's got any chance of staying up is Burnley. Um, not just because the yep. manager do rip Vince Company, yep. but they are they are investing to a certain extent. Yep. But even Burnley are going to have to go some not to get relegated, Craig. And um, I think that it's the reason that Roy Hodgson's back at Palace. Um, it's the reason that you will see some of the teams directly above them not making huge, huge investments. I I, I worry about Everton still. I worry, Matt Grim. Grim, I worry. I look at Everton's squad and one thing I say about Burnley, Graham uh, and company and, and the owner, and the owner, to be fair, Alan Pearce, um, they recognised, Alan Pearce recognised and had the foresight to recognise that the elder players that they had in their Premier League squad that were earning for Burnley astronomical wages were not value for money. And, and let me let me just justify that, Graham. In terms of value for money, they had no resale value. So they, they were treading water, spending spending their, their Premier League budget on retaining Premier League status without having any kind of value within the squad and not playing exciting football. They got relegated, sold some of those players, uh, some players left for free and signed a load of young players, young promising players, appointed a young promising manager. Now, if that manager was to leave to another club, we know he signed a new contract, that would be for sizable compensation. If these young players are sold on, it would be for sizable chunks of money. I think Burnley are the biggest threat to Everton this coming season. And I mm-hmm. think that Burnley will stay up uh, with the manager, with what they've got. Well, well, yeah. A lot of hungry well, players. Do you know what I mean by that? In terms yeah. of hungry players. Oh, a lot oh, of players definitely. that need to prove themselves. 
Definitely. Well, because um, we are going to touch on, um, we're probably going to take a break next week, aren't we, Craig? And then we'll be back with on the on the tenth, eleventh. We'll be bringing our. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. I do beg your pardon. We we're not no. back. We have our EFL preview next week. Yeah, we do. Um, ahead of the opening weekend, and then we'll have a Premier League preview the week after. Um, and so uh, the Premier League one's going to be interesting. It's going to be fascinating to see who it is. But I think in terms of the Premier League, it'll be be one of the weakest we've seen in recent times, as opposed to last season, Craig, when it was really strong. I think you've got. We've got Luton and Sheffield United. Hey, they've, yeah. earned the, they've earned the places there. It's like, oh. it's like, it's like Peter Brigg getting to the Championship, Craig, and we always say that. If you've earned your right, you've earned your right to be there. Um, yes. It's not for us to criticise what you do when you're there, but... Um, well, Grimmie, you, you look at transfer business. Everton are financially hamstrung and they've signed Ashley Young. If you're an Everton yeah, yeah. if you're an Everton fan, Graham. If you're an Everton fan, you look at you've got Jordan Pickford. Oh, they've the, the agreed. Sorry, Craig, they have agreed a loan deal, which says again says it all, Craig. They've agreed a loan Danjuma. deal for Arno Danjuma, who Graham, um, who turned them down last January. Yeah, and has he, he, has he, he, has he, he got the heart for a relegation fight? Graham, you, 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 you'll recall in January, Danjuma was 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 at Everton. And yeah, then, he was. Yeah, and, and, and then got on a private jet or a helicopter, whatever he did, to get to to Tottenham. Sure. Now, Principles go out the window sometimes, Craig, don't they? You look, you look, you look at Pickford, and I think Pickford is a world-class goalkeeper. I think, I think he and is. He's going to need to be great. He, he was he crucial. He was crucial to them staying up last season. He's, he's Everton's best season. player by a and million he's, miles. He's going to be. A, he's going to be just as crucial this season, Craig. Grim, if, if, if you're from if an you're perspective, an, Craig, though, it's a great warm-up for the Euros for him. Listen, if you're Inanna, if you're Inanna, do you want to stay at Everton? If if I'm Liverpool, I'm going to go and sign Inanna. Honestly, no, I, 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 Grim. If I'm Liverpool, I would go and sign Anana. As a replacement, I don't think he was great. I don't think he was great. I think he was exceptional in a really poor team. Um, Cal, Calvert Lewin, we know, has got his injury problems, so you can't rely upon him. More, more pay at the level doesn't score goals. Damari um, Gray is going to be sold by the looks of it. Damari so, Gray, he's probably going to help finance some of these deals, isn't he? Demary Gray was their best attacking player last season. I, I like Demary Gray a lot, and a lot of people have been a bit critical of him. I, I whenever I saw him in live three or four times, he was always by far their best player. Yeah, we we know Pick Dwight McNeil's got got ability, so he he, he fits he, that system perfectly. Yeah, he yeah, 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 he does. But then you're looking at Seamus Coleman, Graham injury problems, 34, 35 years of age now. You could potentially have Ashley Young at left back and Seamus Coleman at right back. I think James Garner. I think I think James Garner. I say we discussed on the show before. Yeah, I think because James Garner started to finish the season. I think he'll end up playing it right back for them. I think James Garner will play midfield for, for them because who else have they got in midfield? Um, or just a nine again. Um, Alex Warby. Alex Warby, who actually had a good season. He year. did. Alex Alex Warby. I mean, at, at the back, Graham, they, they could at the, hear me out here, right? They they could put out a back four: Seamus Coleman, Ashley Young, Michael Keane, and James Harkowski. I think them t- the two centre halves were the issue, Craig. I thought he put them together last season. Um, I thought Tarkowski particularly was dreadful. But what you look, what you, what you're looking at, really what, what you're looking at there, Graham, is is four central defenders that are all over forty. Now we know Tarkowski worked with uh, well, not over forty, but the the the, the, the playing like they're over forty, Craig. Yeah, sure. play, yeah, but 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 we know that Tarkowski worked with Dyche previously, as did mm-hmm. Dwight McNeil at uh, at as Bert. did Michael Keane at Burnley. So there's, there's there's three there, three four Burnley players that we 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 think will play, eh? Um, and linked I, linked after Valt Veghorst, and I think Valt Veghorst is the most Burnley is the most Everton signing this summer that the, of any player. I totally agree. World. I totally <laughs> Graham. I I I can see Valt Veghorst going to Everton, scoring less than 
less than eight eight goals. It's it's, it's ideal for them in that, in that system, the way they play the long ball. And and to be fair to Sean Dyche, I know I am critical of Dyche ball because I saw it, and I say I keep saying I saw it like last game of the season was utterly horrendous. But it, they did what they needed. They do. did what they did. They did what um, they did. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a struggle for them. But we'll touch on everything in our preview. Yeah, next week, so, so um, you, you're, you're talking about West Ham, right? I've got zero zero concerns about West Ham going into this coming season. Everton. I have grave concerns. I'm not. I'm not talking about West Ham being relegated, Craig. Obviously not. But I'm talking about. I worry about this is a West Ham about then? fan fan. It's a West Ham fan base who think they should be challenging why, top eight. Why, why are you worried in for the West Ham fan base? Because I don't think they're going to get what they want. Right. I th- I, th- I worry that they're going to get a Graham, team I, who is struggling and I, don't need to. Graham, I want to date Claudio. What you, what you called Claudio? What you what's a lady called? Claudia Schiefer, what would she call the model? I want to date her. Are you worried about me not being able to date her? I worry about it you all the time, Craig. <laughs> it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter about I what think, I, I, think she's about, I think she's about 60 now, so you've got a chance, I think. Mate. Hey, listen, happy days. <laughs> I'm 45. Beggars can't be choosers. Um, right, so that's our transfer. So we've been through a few good ones there. Um, and obviously, we'll touch on the AFL next week. We'll go yeah. through... Um, we probably won't do too much Premier League next week. Depending, who knows? Who, who knows, knows what happens? We'll focus on the EFL next weekend. Yeah, we might. We might have to touch on Fulham a bit next week, Craig, because yep. it's all going a bit. Not, it's not their fault. It might be going a bit Peter. They might be losing the manager, and they might be losing the best player just a month before the start of the season, which isn't ideal. <laughs> to be fair, to Tony Khan, he might he might be helpless to prevent it from happening. But we do ex- we're expecting maybe Silver Mitrovic to leave this week, aren't we, Craig? So, um, or not this week, but. Graham, do, do, do you know something, right? Do you know something? It's, it's the arrogance of English football. It's the arrogance of English journalism, right? Where we are criticising um, uh, the Saudi League, right? There's this constant criticism that I'm reading on a daily basis. It, it, it's getting tiresome now. How many times have English clubs gone and poached a top young manager from a, a different country or the top talent from different countries? We have we, The Premier League has been like the death star for European football, right? It's about time people walk up and, and recognise that Saudi Arabia are here to stay and, and they will come and take players from, from the English League and, and be careful what you wish for. You know, because well, we do now have Michael Lemonalo in place. We might try and uh, yep. we'll try and get him on the show. Michael Lemonalo is, is the new director of football. Um, Craig's going to use his contacts to try and get him on the show. And we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about most Saudi Pro League, the SPL as they um as they're calling themselves now as well. Um, fascinating quotes from him this week. So we'll touch a bit on that Michael Lemonalo going forward. Yep. But, hey, we are going to be hey we're, we're going to be talking about Saudi for for quite a while to come yet, Craig, aren't we? Indeed we are, pal. Indeed we are. Graham, have a great weekend. Guys, have a fantastic weekend.